This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. I don't know if they said they're not wearing headgear, but Tyson said they was. Um, the ref could step in at any time you feel like a hard punch was landed. I wish you would step your ass in there when Tyson just do one of his patented hooks because you know the uppercut coming. And you step your face, you put your face in the fan, Tyson going to knock all three of y'all out. All three of y'all. Um, I will say this, man. Either Roy Jones trying to hustle the hell out of us, or he need to he 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 need to fake an injury, cause his damn videos he be showing with his damn baggy ass Jordan carpet in his in his sparring ring, it looked nice in slow motion compared to Mike like Mike in kill mode and you in chill mode. What up? What up? What up, though? Ball hawk show. What up? What up? What up, though? Ball hawk show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Bricklayers in ball shorts, coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. Yo, what up? What up? What up? What up? I know I just popped up and did a live for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna let y'all load in, and we're gonna get this party started. Little Facebook action, you know. See what's on your mind today. We got some NBA. We can talk about NFL. We can talk about college football. We can talk about WNBA. We can talk about talk about anything, man. So, yeah, that's what we doing. T, what's good with you? Um, so I got I don't have any phone lines open, but. Yeah, I don't got the phone lines open. So you had to, you know, type today. Because you can't even join because I'm doing it on the computer. And you can't invite nobody to the stream when you're on the computer. So that's just what it is. So I know Ghost's going to be pissed off because Ghost love to jump in jump in the videos and start some trouble. He's going to have to type it out now. I mean, I could possibly use my cell phone. And have people call the cell phone, but I don't feel like doing that. Sorry. I don't I don't feel like doing it. But uh yeah, man. A lot of things going on. NBA. Um I do want to start well first of all, this uh live episode is sponsored by Able Insurance. Go to Abeinsurance.net for all your insurance needs, home business, auto, life insurance, seven days a week. Able insurance is available for you. So make sure you holler at the good people at Able Insurance. And if you're joining in the chat, make sure you share the video. 
So for all your friends who, are the, who like to talk trash can juice when it comes to sports, tell them to holler at your boy because I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? Petty Hawk is here for it. Oh, we can talk about some battle rap as well. But this is not going to be a, a long episode, man. I just wanted to chop it up with y'all. I just finished um, recording another episode for Locker Room Access, so y'all be on the lookout for that on Thursday. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Coolin got to talk about Mr. Watson down in Houston. Uh-oh. What Mr. Watson do down in Houston? Let me look it up right quick. Because cause new, new, new headlines just been popping up. Uh, and a lot, you know. Ooh, Cards Tigers postponed due to virus outbreak. The Cardinals' four-game series with the Tigers has been postponed after San Francisco players and staff experienced a coronavirus outbreak. So j- this just then, their four-game series between the Cards and the Tigers, St. Louis Cardinals, Detroit Tigers, have it's been canceled. They better get that. They they better get a bubble, man. They better get a bubble. Oh, shout out to The Rock and um, his group in which they are now owners of the XFL. It was like, what, for a little over $15 million? Um, yeah, the investment group that he's with. Let me make sure I say the investment group and, you know, who they are because we just don't want to say The Rock bought him. He's a part of an investment group, that per- the Redbird Capital Partners. So Johnson and his investors, who include his business partner, Danny Garcia, not the boxer, along with Red Bird Capital Partners, are making plans to play next season. So there you go. Shout out to The Rock. Uh, my man Robert T. Green, TCU, Iowa, Washington State. Y'all, y'all on the clock. Robert T. Green got y'all on the clock. You saw what he did to Iowa. Y'all on the clock. Y'all on the clock. You better get you better you better get your ish together, y'all on the clock. Just want to let y'all know the way y'all be talking and treating players is not gonna fly when Robert T. Green get that scope on you. It's a wrap for you. Cancel Christmas. And ESPN, you gotta wait in line behind me if you want the exclusive for Robert T. Green. He told y'all two years ago Baker Mayfield was gonna go number one on this show, but y'all ain't wanna listen to him. And who went number one? Baker did. Who said it? Robert T. Green. Pre-play, post-game. Holler at him. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh, James opts out. Jawan James opts out of season. The Broncos starting right tackle. What are y'all thoughts on players opting out? Hmm? James' contract is effectively now paused. He was scheduled to earn $10 million in base out of this season and counted $13 million against the team's salary cap so he has opted out another one jamie was good with you i should talk about the mic fight soon i ain't nobody talk about that exhibition well i'm trying to figure what happened to deshaun watson what did i miss let me let me let me hold on hold on let me go let me go to my app right quick man let me see what's going on with deshaun watson let me see what what did he do? Somebody let me know what he do. Or what happened? I think it's a personal choice. Uh, 
Let's see. Let's see. Let me look it up right quick. See Mr. Watson doing. Until then, man, Odell Beckham had uh, some things to say about the NFL ownership cancel the season. Um, and that, you know, players are just, you know, numbers. Like the owners don't care about them. And with that being said, he hasn't opted out of the season yet. Like, look, I'm not saying anything Odell said was false. Like, he's on point. Like, owners, they do. They care about the money. You are just a worker. You know what I'm saying? You make money for them. You feel what I'm saying? But in that same breath, in that same statement, Odell's still playing. Like, you you do got a choice this year to not play. You can opt out. Depending on how many years you play in the league, you can get paid 150k. You know, depending on your risk and your health condition, you can get 350k. It won't count as a, a cure season, but you get some type of payment for opting out. You get some type of money. Like most times, if you say you ain't going to work, your employer ain't gonna pay you. So at least you got that option. So when Odell put out the statement and, and you know and said what he said. I'm with you, Odell. I'm behind you. But they not for they actually not forcing you to play this year. They ain't never forcing you to play. Like you could just sit your ass down. You can. I get where he's coming from. But I know you got the other people saying, you know, you getting paid. Like I've seen on the post that he made on like, you know, Sports Center and, and all these different posts. I like to read the comments. You got to shut up and dribble people. Because they, they got a lot of envy in their heart. You know what I'm saying? You're making a million dollars, you should shut up. Like, people people show me they sell their soul for a dollar. Lot, a lot of people in the world will sell their soul for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? They will. They show me that all the time, how they talk greasy to these players. First is envy, because, you know, they got to work their nine to five that they hate. They don't want to step out on faith or, or assume the risk of being their own owner. So they count somebody else's pocket and they say, how dare you complain? And then you got the other folks that just like, yo, you my entertainment. You shouldn't talk. You like a horse to me. Just let me put this side on you and you run real fast. Then take this hay and drink some milk or something. Um. So yeah, the guys that make, that may not make rosters can take the money and go. Those years don't come back. Uh, was that non Neil a cover up? Cover up. Are you talking about Isaac or are you talking about what's the what's the his teammate, the Caucasian dude that didn't kneel but had the black Black Lives Matter shirt on? Um And and look and what and what are y'all thoughts on this? Because I I see a lot of this going around, and to me that's kind of distasteful. But I know how social media is, and I'm just reading what people wrote. They saying that since Jonathan Isaac didn't take a knee, that God took a knee from him, meaning he took his knee away because if Jesus was down here, he would have took a knee for the lives of the black people. And 
people are taking this time to say it's karma. People are taking the time to basically make fun of him for for not taking a knee. And maybe that's just the uh, instilled turn the other cheek in me that's keeping me from even making a joke about him getting injured, what, a day later? Um, and now folks are asking if his teammate who actually stood up, will he get hurt as well since he didn't take a knee? So a lot of people are paying attention to that. People are just mad that he used the Bible to kind of protect his – they felt his cowardly stance on the situation. Me personally, I just wish he would have just stayed in uni, uni, unified with his team and wore the shirt, just like his Caucasian teammate did. He wore the shirt. He stayed standing, put his hand on I, I don't have an issue with that. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like when he didn't wear the shirt, it was just like, okay, now you're making it about you. Even though you say, you know, what it says in the biblical sense, it still seems you made it about you. Um, My man T said, this is what Deshaun said. It was out of the blue. I wasn't expecting it via the Chronicle. It was definitely a little different because his locker was across the lines. Like, oh, we're talking about D-Hop. Okay, I didn't know the whole backstory. That's their business. That's just how business goes. Organizations did what they did to do what they had to do. D-Hop did what he had to do. I can't control that. I feel the way I feel, but it's not my place and time to speak on that. I'm not going to step out my lane. I didn't know everything that happened. I know me and D-Hop have a great relationship. I know me and OB have a great relationship. So you straddle so 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 Deshaun, 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 Watson, you straddling the fence, player. I ain't holding it against you, but you you playing the safe. You trying to make sure you don't mess up your money. Cause if you got a great relationship to with D Hop, as you said, because when somebody said they got a great relationship with somebody, that means you communicate with them often. And if something's on their mind, I'm pretty sure they're going to share that situation with you. So the fact that you said you don't know the whole backstory shows me you didn't have a great personal relationship with him. You may have great chemistry with him on the football field, but you didn't have a great relationship with him, in my opinion. You probably had a good, cool relationship, but great, that's up. that means I talk to you a lot. It's a lot of folks I got a great relationship with. There's a lot of folks I got a good relationship with. Somebody I got a good relationship with is not going to disclose personal information with me. Not no real deep personal information. But somebody I got a great relationship with, they're going to come to me for advice. And, and, and that situation with D-Hot went through, that's advisory. I need some help, brother. You, the, you my guy. You the quarterback. Talk to me. But Deshaun, you being you being the company man right now. And look, Ballhawk ain't gonna never have no issue with somebody being the company man. Cause if you being the company man, you just want to get your money, get your money. But we gonna we gonna we gonna poke holes through what you said. I did the same thing with Jonathan Isaac. There's no love lost. I'm gonna poke holes in what you said because it don't add up. It does not add up. But once they burn your ass, then. I ain't going to be there to be like, oh, they did you wrong. I'd be like, shit, they did your homeboy wrong, and you ain't say nothing, Jack. So just know, Deshaun, if and when they do your ass wrong in some capacity, don't look for sympathy from the delegation of, 
I told you so. Because that's what's going to happen. They're going to be like, I told you. And don't even say nothing to, to don't even reference of, I should have known then when I saw what they did with my boy D. Don't even do that. But I don't wish that ill will on you, sir. You being a quarterback, you being a face, you being a phenomenal talent, I hope they protect you and draft well, trade well. They give you weapons on the outside so you can be very successful. But I tell you this, if your numbers drop and you don't win, these folks ain't going to care that D-Hop gone because they felt like you left them out to dry with this statement. I'm telling you, you know how black Twitter is. They're going to fry you, bruh. They're going to fry you. I'm just keeping it bruh. They're going to let you have it. Why are the television numbers down after the pandemic? JaVale, that's a great question. So here's the deal. Hmm, how can I put this in a uh, delicately? They don't care about no goddamn sports right now. That's why. <laughs> they really don't. People out here trying to survive. You got people out here protesting. You got people out here scared of the pandemic. Ain't nobody want to watch no millionaires play no ball right now. That's what I feel like. And even if it's on TV, they don't even know. A lot of people done canceled their cable already. They like me. They got Hulu's. Like, I ain't trying to watch that S-H-I-T. You know what I'm saying? Like, every, to be honest with you, if it was the NBA playoffs, everybody would watch. Don't nobody want to watch these next few games. They really don't. They really don't. They don't. I just I just think everybody's like, all right, man, get to, just go ahead and get to Like, why are you forcing me to watch these damn – why are you forcing me to watch them get in game shape before the playoffs? Because essentially that's what this regular season is. It don't, look, it means something, but it don't mean nothing to the fans. It don't mean jack. Now, the hardcore fans are, are, are happy. They're very happy. Um, and you would expect the TV numbers to go up because no fans are in the arena. Um, but, Yeah. The racist conservatives hate sports organizations supporting BLM. People lost jobs and cable as well. All I know is I'm watching my boy LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I ask y'all LeBron fans something? And I'm not trying to be funny or nothing, but Petty Hawk told me to ask y'all this. After LeBron played, not LeBron, but after the Lakers played the Clippers, I saw so many memes of LeBron locking up Kawhi Leonard at the end of the game. So many posts, so many, so much excitement, right? It was flooding the timelines everywhere I went. Why the hell y'all ain't say nothing after the Toronto game? Why the hell? See, this is what I don't, this is what I don't like about y'all. Y'all motherfuckers disappear when, when they lose, though. Y'all disappear. But that's why people come at you. Like, come on, man. Get this out of the same energy. Be like, God damn, LeBron, how the hell you lose your goddamn Kyle Lowry? Like, jump out there. How the same post count? Lose or win? Can I get that out of y'all, please? Jump out there and be like, God damn, LeBron. You know what I'm saying? And y'all be, look, here's another thing. And I ain't dissing LeBron again. I just want to keep the same energy, the same narrative. If LeBron James is leading this team in points, rebounds, steals, blocks, y'all all be talking that cash money, cash money, cash money-ish, why he should be the MVP, right? 
How come with AD doing it, y'all ain't pumping him up as a damn envy? Why? Why is that? Why do we pick and choose when we have like? Come on, man. Like, come on. When Braun lead his team at points, rebounds, assists, all that stuff, I'm praising. Hey, that's a bad man. He should be MVP. But once I realize that AD leading them in points, rebounds, steals, blocks, I'm like, God damn, can he be the MVP? The hell with the old dude. Sit your old ass down. You just an old ass clown. Let the young man live. Like we, come on, man. Come on. And another thing, and you see, this sound like I'm bad at LeBron, and I'm not. I'm just trying to fix the narratives. When KD was with Steph and Clay, we would not utter that KD should be the MVP. If LeBron playing alongside AD, why is he in the MVP discussion? Matter of fact, yeah. Why is that? Why is that? AD leading because of LeBron. Let's not forget LeBron put boys in position to make plays. How the see? That's another narrative. That's to me that that no no he's not. He's not putting AD in any damn position. AD get to his spots. Okay, so you dumping the ball to him in his spot. How you putting AD in position? Yo, we we gotta keep it a hundred, man. LeBron is a score first guy. That's a false narrative too. Look how many attempted shots a year his ass average. He's a he's a score first. We gotta stop. Look, stop with that. That don't work with me. That work with some barbershop dude who three hundred pounds and never could shoot a jumper. That work with them. That don't work with somebody like who like if you shoot that many times a game, you a shoot first person. Please stop. James Harden the pass first guy too, because he averaged. 10 assistants. Russell Westbrook a pass first guy too. You know what I'm saying? Now they double team. Who double team LeBron? When? Who running at LeBron with two people? So let me tell y'all this. You see how y'all notice little things about LeBron? So y'all didn't notice how the Lakers were sending somebody to help LeBron when he was checking Kawhi, but y'all saying he was locking Kawhi up. I'm just trying to hold accountability. This is not dissing LeBron. LeBron is one of the GOATs. Solidified legend. But I like to demolish narratives set by fans when it's easy to see that you're being biased and not a realist. Like if you you if you're a fan and you're being biased, just say, hey, I'm a LeBron fan. I'm biased. Then I'll leave you alone. Any so Put it like this. I guess all big men are put into position to score by the guard who passes them the ball. Right? Because if we're not going to get AD his props, then what are we doing? What are we doing? So do the Lakers play well when Braun on the bench? Uh, they made a damn comeback when he was off the bench. When AD was hitting all them damn threes, any way you want to slice it, bro, any way you want to slice it, AD has played the best for the Lakers. And LeBron said AD had it. When when your own king says he has to lead the way for us to be successful, I ain't going against that. You know what I'm saying? Terrence. I was having fun with you, bro. I was trolling you. 
And I and I clearly just said I didn't even realize AD was leading in these categories. So you just came in late, Banks. So I excuse you for making that statement. Oh, my fault. You want everybody to know that you've been saying this. Okay, so everybody, Banks has been saying this for four months. Give him a round of applause. I'm going to make sure I give my dog Banks his true just due because he had like, how many people, Banks? Like 15, like 15 dudes going at him that day, and I was spearheading the trolls, and he was right. He was right. See, I ain't got no issue with telling us about it. Banks was right, and Banks was fighting everybody off. I didn't even, because I wasn't paying attention. I just wanted to have fun, and I know Banks going to argue. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I jumped in it, but I ain't even know. Oh, no, no, Banks, you ain't got to apologize to me, fam. I was just, I'm just making fun of you. But I'm giving you your, your flowers now, though, because you was right. You was right. You was right. But if AD leading you in points, rebounds, steals, blocks, and, I, like, the steals could have changed because they didn't play the couple games. But I know he leading the blocks. But if you lead in, in, in that many categories, usually you are the elevated alpha. But now that LeBron on the team is like, well, LeBron allows you to do that. Usually LeBron wasn't doing all that. That's how we be praising him. Ball and Ingram will be perennial all-stars for years to come. I can see Ingram. But then y'all can see Ingram. I don't know about Ball. Ball in a tough situation with the West and their they guards. Lonzo's in a tough situation. Lonzo had to get you about 18 to even be considered. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's going to be hard, man. It's going to be hard for Ball because the, they, they got a lot of guards in the West that's dope. And then the fact that Ingram went in and he played small forward, slash shooting guard, show you how special that kid is. But I don't know about Lonzo Ball, fam. You know, just be, I don't know. But I, and I like Lonzo's game. You know what I'm saying? I like Lonzo's game. Why the hell do they have Zion winning rookies and not John Morant? Well, John Morant going to win it. We all know that. You you, you don't, don't, don't sweat that, Dre. Don't sweat that. Zion, Zion's not going to win rookie of the year. West guards are older. They older, but, I mean, okay, so the one guard you're talking about that's probably going to lead is going to be Chris Paul in about two years, two or three years tops, all right? But then you got to do like Devin Booker that's still still there. So that's another guard spot. Uh, John Morant, that's another guard spot. LeBron saving that energy for the playoffs, you'll see. That's fine. Hey, if he want to save his energy, save his energy. I, you can't be my GOAT if you save energy, bro. We can't do that. We, You know what, man? It's like battle rap. We can't, we, we can't allow people to be choking and still winning rounds. We can't allow when dudes to be pacing themselves and saying they, oh, they, they nice. We can't do that, bro. We can't do that because we'll fuss, we'll fuss a kid out if he out there coaching talking about, well, we already made the playoffs, coach. And I ain't going to play that hard. We can't do that. Because we'll, we'll, we'll hype him up if he locked Kawhi up the last three minutes. But then he loses to Toronto. And, oh, we just warming up. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, Tyler, you off the chain, dog. I love you, dog. You off the chain. <laughs> That's how I know you a DB because you talk cash shit. I'm talking about rapid fire, too. 
John Barrett should be on the cover of 2K21. Hell no, he shouldn't. No, no. We look, man. His ass in Memphis. Okay, we 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 got to sell tickets. We know video games is about recognizable faces, and Zion is recognizable. Okay, we put Dame Dollar ass up there because he could rap now. He went to Shaquille O'Neal, and he went bye bye after hitting the three in front of Westbrook and them. So we like, okay, we could put Dame on the cover, even though Dame was on NBA Live too. But we ain't putting no Memphis dude up there just yet. We gonna put the boy from New Orleans because we trying to get this bread. We gotta be smart, man. My Hawkins post a clip from when me and Terrence Banks went one on one so he can listen because clearly he don't remember shit. <laughs> Maybe I missed it, but have you ever discussed Tyson versus Jones? Yeah, Javi, I I discussed it. Uh, shoot. But I'll discuss it again today. I'll discuss it again today. I got time. I got time. And shout out to JaVale because JaVale the one that, that hit me up and said, Hawk, go live today, man. There's a lot of info. And and, and you ain't been on a, on a live wire. So he was going to black my eye. So shout out to JaVale. I ain't doing no live call-in show because this was the quickest way. But I am. Before I talk about Tyson and Jones, I want to run an idea by y'all. Should I still do Blog Talk Radio when y'all could call in? Or should I transition and do it on Zoom so people could just ask for the link? I could put the link up and the meeting number in the in, from Zoom in the description, and y'all could just jump in there. Which one you think would be better? Because, you know, sometimes um, Blog Talk Radio, switchboards be jacked up, and I know it's much easier for everybody to hear y'all if y'all join the Zoom versus Blog Talk. So y'all let me know on that, though. Hey, yo, T and T going at it. They going at it, yo. They cuss each other out. He said he full of shit. Like a pooper scooper. <laughs> so y'all let me know, man, because I'm thinking about doing Zoom. Um, Zoom shows, man. You know what I'm saying? All right. So T said, my man Banks said Zoom. So y'all let me know, man, because I, I think I'm going I'm to try in these next coming days. Pause. That don't sound right. I think it would be dope, man, especially if I just put all the information in the description on Facebook and, and uh, Twitter. And people just jump in and, you know, whether they want their face or not. I didn't know Jones and Tyson was fighting, and y'all better say the same. If not, y'all will all get charged with accessory to murder. <laughs> okay, Sean, that says Zoom works better. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we're going to do, man. So, I'm gonna start Zoom, yo. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll definitely be fun. I I think it'll be legendary because a lot of people don't share the uh, the meeting ID with everybody. Cause, but I'm gonna share it doing the damn stream. Hey, Ballhawk, got a question. Why did the girl in the UVA room go in on Malcolm? Oh, that was a guy. All right. So let me talk about Tyson and and Jones first, and then I'm gonna get to that BS about them going at Malcolm Brogdon in the UVA group. As I say that with my UVA helmet on and my UVA colorway shirt. Um, shut the hell up, Juice shirt. Tyson versus Jones. Listen here. They don't want them to go for the knockout. That's going to happen. Like Tyson's going to try to knock his freaking head off. They got on 12 ounce gloves instead of 10 ounce. 
So them two ounces are going to try to make sure Roy don't get his ass knocked out. I don't know. They said they're not wearing headgear, but Tyson said they was. Um, the ref could step in at any time he feel like a hard punch was landed. I wish you would step your ass in there when Tyson just do one of his patented hooks because you know the uppercut coming. And you step your face, you put your face in the fan, Tyson going to knock all three of y'all out. All three of y'all. Um, I will say this, man. Either Roy Jones trying to hustle the hell out of us, or he needed he 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 need a fake injury, cause his damn videos he be showing with his damn baggy ass Jordan carpet in his in his spawn ring, it looked nice in slow motion compared to Mike like Mike in kill mode and you in chill mode. Yo, look man, let me tell you something, bro. Just because he got exhibition on there, don't mean your ass can't get xed out, Roy. And I'm I was trying to defend your ass. I can't defend what I've been seeing, Roy. And you talking greasy, talking about I ain't old. Like they was like, yo, are you going to try to stick and move, Mike? He was like, yo, I can't move like I used to. So I, I the last thing I'm going to try to do is run. And I said, well, goddamn it, you're going to die. Big time. Here come the pain. Ain't no goddamn way. Now, look, Roy, them little punk-ass jabs you're going to be throwing, and you think you're going to get it with that damn left hook, you might connect. Damn it, you are going to connect. I ain't taking that away from you, bro. You're going to connect, bro. You a fighter. You nice. Still at this age. Hand speed still there. Just don't, I don't see it in the tapes. But I know it's still there. You a fighter. But your little earmuffs that you got, how you just lean straight back, Mike. Oh, look, bro, you better pivot. Because that little earmuff stuff you do, that's how your ass got knocked out by Glenn Johnson. You try to earmuff. First of all, you never had no defense. Your defense was your offense. You were so special that you ain't need no defense. You like Manny Pacquiao. Both of y'all defense is trash, and your jaws is trash. Pause. That's why I told folks Manny Pacquiao to me was overrated because he was so quick he didn't need no defense. That's why Mark Craig put his ass to sleep. That's why I knew he was a bad fight for Floyd because Floyd could defend and counter. If you can't counter punch, Manny Pacquiao beat your ass. If you can't counter punch or you just can't, Track Roy down, Troy, Roy gonna beat your ass. Tarver was just not the guy he should have ever fought. He should have never fought Antonio. Anytime I do is obsessed with you like Antonio Tarver was, Roy, you should have stayed your ass away from him. Same thing happened to Rocky and Rocky Three. Goddamn, Mr. T Club Lane was in fact here with, 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 with Bob Boyle. He kept showing up to all the Bob Boyle fights. He came to the press conference and stuff, say, hey, pretty lady, talk to your wife like that. That's how you knew. Mick knew. Mick said, hey, Rock, that ain't what you want. He's a killer. And that's what it looked like right now, Roy. You look like Rocky Bob Boyle, the first fight with Club Lane. Look at the damn videos. Tell me Mike don't look like Club Lane. Pain. That's what Mike looked like. You looking like Rocky Balboa, all the balloons and stuff, little fake-ass bike that you don't use that was outside the ring, and Mick was like, hey, man, let's get away from this. Let's go back to what we used to do. And you saw what happened. Mick died on your behalf, Rocky. So... Roy is one inch taller than Mike. He got like three inch, four inch longer arms than Mike, but he ain't got that tight. Ta- ta- Look, he ain't 230 like Mike, 235. 
Mike ain't no inside fighter. I mean, I mean, Roy. I'm sorry, Roy. Mike is an everywhere fighter. Wilder and Fury are definitely going to fight again, Thailand. Um, they say it was in possibly December, but the third fight is going to happen before he fights Anthony Joshua. Um, for the folks who haven't been paying attention, Tyson Fury freaking cheated. He took some of the hay in the middle of the barn out of his gloves. You can see his knuckle print in his gloves. You can see him, he got his gloves, like, pushed, pushed up some, so his knuckles right here, so that's why he was slapping them. And he was known to do that. Tyson Fury has been popped for steroids before. Don't get me wrong, man. Tyson Fury is a hell of a boxer. But when he knocked out Wilder, you knew something was up. Because when the ref tried to touch his glove before the fight, he didn't let the ref do that. And he immediately took them janks off and got him out the ring when the fight was done. Now, a lot of folks ain't going to want to give Wilder no credit, and they want to say it's just sour grapes, take your loss like a man, blah, blah, blah. These are the same folks who used to tell Floyd, who cares if he don't steroids fight him anyway? And I never understood that. Why y'all encouraging somebody to fight somebody that's on pads, that's punch you in the head? That's how I know people who never fought nobody before. Like, why would you fight somebody who you know taking enhancements? Where they do that at? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, dog. It be your own people, though. I'm just keeping it real. It be your own people. It be your own damn people. You know one thing I respect about God, and this is going on for the ten. but you know one, one thing I look at when it comes to Donald Trump and the people that follow Donald Trump? They stick behind that f- dude, period. He could say, hey, the sky is money green, goddammit, and I'm going to tell you the truth. And they be like, yeah, it is money green. Donald changed the sky. He is. Look, it's money green. They going to ride for him. Us? Man, sit your dumb ass down. It's blue. Come on, son. Nah. We need blind followers too, damn it. Everybody need a, a Ali Boumaye for goddamn uh, DeAndre, uh, Deontay Wilder. I know why y'all don't like Deontay Wilder too. Because he said he would beat Mike Tyson the whole ass, which he would. I, I said that in the last. Come on, man. 50-year-old Mike getting punished by a young bull named Deontay Wilder. That's sick, sad. Some people talking about if he get close. That's a big-ass if. Because that right hand going to connect. And Mike going night-to-night. Just like he did versus Lennox Lewis. Night-to-night. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There's only one or two fights where Fury didn't that, that, that Wilder didn't knock his opponent down. That was the first Tavern fight and the second Fury fight. Why Odell calling for the NFL to cancel that Bam and Cleveland sit your ass down, sir, or sit out? All right, so let's, let's talk about Odell Beckham Jr., right? I'm going to pull up his statement, man, because that, that, that is a great conversation. Um, but before I leave off that last, before we transition to Odell, just want to let folks know that I hope Roy protects himself. I hope Mike protects himself. Yes, I want to show. I don't want to see any one of them injured. Would I be surprised if Roy caught Mike coming in? No, because Roy is still one of the best fighters we've ever seen in our lives. All right? We expect Mike to beat the hell out of Roy. We expect that because of their styles and the stages 
because of the damn videos. If Roy just sped his videos up, then I, Roy, you got to sell the fight, man. You need to get a. Let me, let me, let me film you, bro. I do editing. Let me film you, bro. I, I can help you sell the fight. So that's what that is. So we're gonna go with Odell right quick. Odell Beckham Jr. Right. Here's a quote from him. From the Wall Street Journal. On the 2020 NFL season, it says, "We're not ready for football season." So why are we trying to push forward? It's obvious, obviously for their money. And that bothers me because they've always been this. And I hate saying it like that, but the owner's attitude that is, oh, we own you guys. And just kind of that unfairness going on that they don't see us as humans, end quote. So Odell says, it's obviously for their money. True. The owners feel like they own you guys. True. And just kind of that unfairness going on that they don't see us as human. True. But here's the thing, Odell. You actually got a choice if you could play or not. Because they actually gave you an opt-out option. I, ain't, I can't believe it. The owners, actually, the owners actually did something like that. Odell, do you realize, I don't know when they, look, I don't know when you did this interview. You could have did this interview four months ago, three months ago, before the opt-out, you know what I'm saying, option became available to the players was agreed upon. So we don't know, I don't know the exact date. I just know when they put this quote out. So that's one thing I will put that caveat out there. But at the end of the day, Odell, some guys live check to check. Some guys don't have the invested years to sit the year out. So like I told folks when the pandemic first went out and they were saying, yo, if you're not a central worker, you need to stay your ass indoors while you're coming outside. You can't tell somebody that they can't go earn a living. Some people will assume the risk of contracting a virus to make sure they earn their money and their way of living. A lot of these NFL guys bank on the season because they didn't blew majority of their money and they need a re-up. So that's why you see a lot of guys playing. The guys that are opting out have been very smart with their money. Now you're going to see guys that say, yo, I just love to play football and I ain't scared of no virus. The data says this, the data says that. And that's fine. You can do that. The guys that sit out, you can do that. Odell, you can say what you just said. It makes perfect sense. But you also going to drink this shut the hell up juice. Because with all that being said, guess what your ass doing? You playing. You should have told, who was that, the receiver that set out for the Eagles to say this. All them dudes with the Patriots just opting out to say this. Like, get those guys to say this. But after you said all this, as of today, your ass still playing. So shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget that dude that made the comment about the Black Panther shirt. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. So, yeah, Odell, everything you said, actual factuals, fam. But I will say, 
at least you got an option to not play this year, and you could possibly be compensated with 150k or 350k. You can actually still get paid to not play. You won't get the seat. The season won't count, you know, towards your retirement and things like that. But you can still get paid, bro. Now, if the owners ain't even offer that and just say, yo, you cannot play. We just ain't going to pay you. We're going to pause your salary. Then your, your salary don't even count against our salary cap. Then I'm all with you because they don't give you a choice. But you can still get paid. If you're a vested veteran, you could get 150 or 350. Depending on, you know, if they feel like you was a high risk, it was some lineman, you know, that opted out, checking their, you know, their health and things like that, high risk, they get the 350K. Then you got the vested veterans who aren't considered high risk but still opted out, they get 150K. Um, so the younger guys don't have the option. I mean, you got the option to sit out, but you won't get paid. You feel what I'm saying? So the fact that that's in there shows progr- progression. But hey, so let let me let me transition to what Dre wanted to talk about. We talk about Malcolm Brogdon, uh, combo guard for the Indiana Pacers, come from the University of Virginia, played for the Milwaukee Bucks for seasons. Um, Malcolm Brogdon's a very astute young man, lived on a long hair UVA, a top flight scholar, two degrees before he left here. ACC Defensive Player of the Year. MVP. I mean, a dude just phenomenal basketball player, but still win the second round. But searched out the hell of juice and became a household name. He goes on Instagram with a Black Panther Party shirt on, educating folks about all in which the Black, why the Black Panther Party was created, and all the great deeds they did for African Americans and how they educated us, how they fed us, all the things that they did that. The mass slap the slap fox leaves out right. You had a uneducated individual in a UVA fans group that I'm in, call him a clown. Um, and basically said, you know, why would, you know, I I, I can't support him now because he's wearing this shirt. He's a clown. And then proceeds to include the Black Panther Party in the same pot as the Ku Klux Klan. Because he asked if a white person was wearing a Ku Klux Klan shirt, wouldn't you feel some type of way? And and I put the fist up in, in, in support of Malcolm. And the individual asked me, oh, you support the Black Panther Party also? And I say, absolutely. Do you understand what the Black Panther Party stands for? He couldn't answer that question. He just started talking about the Ku Klux Klan. So people started educating him, and he was just so gung-ho about how the Black Panther Party was a terrorist group, just like Black Lives Matter. Like anything with black in it, people are intimidated. Anytime you start to educate your own people, you become a threat and they call you a terrorist. And it's, it's as simple as that. There's no sugarcoating. This is my damn show. I ain't going to sugarcoat shit. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. Anytime African-American starts to understand their worth and start to educate their people about their true worth, and start to denounce the racism and evils that that are presented in front of them. And you go against the status quo. People get intimidated. And then they use a situation like a Jonathan Isaac. Those same folks are back Jonathan Isaac and say that he was brave for standing up. This is what you should do. Because 
they they would they're going to use them as a divisive object. They don't like seeing Black Lives Matter shirts. They don't like to say say her name shirts. They don't like to see Black Lives Matter on the court. Cuz folks will say all lives matter. Or blue lives matter. Or look at the black look look at the black on black crime. In Chicago. It, it, it isn't amazing how they got a stat for when blacks kill blacks, but they don't but they don't share the stats of whites killing whites. They don't they don't show and this is not about a race thing, but it, it just shows you how the Slav Fox works and how we've been conditioned to just accept it and how people run with sayings. They don't even understand it and they don't realize how idiotic they look by saying, What about black on black crime? And you got our own people say that bullshit too. Man, we gotta start killing our goddamn self. Bruh. If I kill you, I'm pretty sure I'm going to jail. It's about accountability. We crying out, it's a free kill. George Floyd, it's a it's a free kill. Brianna, free kill. Free. They're killing them for free. It's been documented and they still walking around. But you 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 know, but that last the Black Panther Party, just like the KKK. How, Sway? How? That's like the dumbest shit ever. It's dumb. It's dumb. Excuse my language, but it's dumb. Like, it pisses me off that you put them in. Oh, that's a terrible. How? When? Where? Where? And then you got these Christians. Oh, all lives matter. I don't see one race, human race. And if you're a Christian, you really need to check yourself. When you talk about the word and the good, and the, you know, the good word, this, the good word, that. Because, you know, I could pull up a verse right now. I definitely will show you about when you say all lives matter. Just go to Luke 15. You remember the hundred sheep? But one goes missing. Jesus leaves the 99 and goes after the one. And the 99 said, but what about us? Don't we matter? Of course, the 99 still matter, but not they're not the ones in danger. The one is. But you're a Christian. You know what I'm saying? People claim they, they are the cloth, and they're going by the gospel, but they forget Luke 15. When they say all lives matter, they don't even know that parable about the hundred sheep. You one of those sheep that was worried like, well, what about us? What about you? You're not in danger. They're in danger. It's not about all lives right now. It's about this group. They in danger. There's no accountability being held. So that's why I always tell folks, man, be be wary when you start using the good book. Know know the good book. Know the good book. Don't pick and choose what you're gonna follow to fit your narrative. Don't 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 use the Bible as a weapon. Because you're being divisive. That's why people, that's why I would say religion causes division. It's not just a bar. Because everybody feel like their religion better or, or, or their walk is better. No, man. Spirituality, that's unity. Why do we hate being unified? Why? Because it's boring, huh? Ain't no drama. When people say there's when, when no, no drama, no friction, it's a slow week, right? Damn, I ain't got nothing to talk about. Because nobody want to talk about uplifting things. That's boring. Why was World Star so, so why is World Star still popular? But why did it just jump out there? Negativity. DJ Vlad, his interviews. 
when you had the negative folks up there, your highest rate of view. I can look at my old YouTube videos. If I was, when I, my highest rate of video was when I was talking about Lamar versus Josh, quarterback for Buffalo. I was talking about black and white quarterback. Oh, that took off. Took off. Damn near 100,000 views. An eight minute, vi- like, no, like a 20 minute video just discussing how they are pretty much the same, but how Josh was elevated and excuses were built and how they was dissing Lamar. I made a black and white video, pew, go off. But I made a video uplifting Christian McCaffrey. None. Nothing. That won't too that won't controversial enough. But yeah, bro. So that's all I got, man. So hey man. This is a this is a quick podcast today, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um salute to Malcolm Brogdon and all that he do. Um yeah, man. Salute to you, bro. It's just a shame that some fans don't want to educate themselves and want to attack you and call you a clown when they've been singing your praises for years. They know your they know your character. They know your character. And they see something that intimidates them. And then they call you a clown. Because even in that same Instagram post, he discussed what the Black Panther Party was about. And that guy just took the screenshot and called him. Like, didn't even read what he wrote. Just saw the saw Black Panther and was like, oh, hell no. The way the Bible describes Jesus, he was far from the blonde-haired, blue-eyed European. Yeah, absolutely correct. The Sly Fox, how you believe in that Jesus looking like a painter. So... Y'all be blessed, man. Y'all be safe. Shout out to my sponsor, Avery Insurance. Make sure you go to sthujuice.com for all your Shut the Hell Up Juice apparel. Um, that's all I got, man. I'm definitely going to try to make sure I get back to dropping more podcast episodes now that we are in August. This is usually when I start to ramp it back up. July, you know, how to take a step back, start to really, really, really reevaluate some things. But shout out to Locker Room Access. Um, partner up with them. Got a show called The Lockdown with Tony Coverton. We'll be interviewing current and former um, UVA greats, having conversations with them. Similar to what you see with Up in Smoke, man, just a very conversational podcast episode to where we give guys their flowers while they're still around, discuss their careers, discuss what they're doing currently, and have them sharing funny stories from their playing days. And, and you know, you know how we do. So, yeah, man, so I'm definitely going to try to transition the Ball Hawk Show podcast from Blog Talk Radio to Zoom. So, y'all be on the lookout for that. So, if I go Facebook Live, I'll I'll, I'll premiere it. You know what I'm saying? I'll start to put the word out that I'm switching to Zoom. And then when I do go live, the Zoom information will be a part of the link in Facebook and um, YouTube. And uh, that's how we're going to do, man. So y'all be on the lookout for that, man. It's the Ballhawk Show. Appreciate y'all as always. We out of here. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.